welcome to the Coffee Buzz. I am Brad. Thank you so much for joining me. I hope your day is going great. If uh, you're you're new here on the show, well, I, I hope you like what you hear. I'm glad you stumbled upon to my show here. And if you're a returning guest, as always, rolling out the red carpet for you. How you been? You doing okay out there? I uh, I recently went back to coffee shop that I reviewed about a month or so ago, Mimundo, Mimundo Coffee here in Round Rock, Texas. And the first time I went, I I think I was too quick to judge. I had um, Americano because that's sort of my go-to drink whenever, um, you know, I'm testing out a new spot. And I don't know what it was, but it just didn't quite do it for me. And you know, the food was good. We, we, we had some vegan tamales there, so that, that was a huge plus for me. I, I actually liked the tamales more than I liked the, the coffee. So based on that, I wanted to go back, and um, this time I got a cold brew, and I noticed there was, like, different areas where you could upgrade your espresso, you know, that they put in. And I think last time I just picked one that, that wasn't quite up to par, but I, I gotta say, these guys are becoming my new favorite coffee shop now. I don't know how many people listen here in Round Rock, but uh, if you haven't already, check out Mimundo, uh, downtown Round Rock, really good coffee. I'll, I'll be going back this weekend for some, for sure. I uh, recently put a uh, question out on social media. I just said... Uh, is life easy or is life hard? I think I also gave like a middle ground. Like is life, uh, you know, just sort of in between easy and hard? And I, I got a variety of answers. It was about 50-50 split on, you know, the people taking the more, um, the typical what you hear about life, that it's hard and that you, you know, and, and that it's got to, you got to struggle with it. And then there was about 50% of the other people saying, no, life is uh, not hard. And um, I know when I grew up, you know, that's, that's what it was. That's what was taught to me. You know, it was uh, all about scarcity and how, you know, no matter how much money you make, you'll never have enough. Um, but I, I like what Confucius has to say about it. He says, uh, life is easy but humans make it complicated. (laughs) And I think people view life as hard because of that programming that I was talking about when, you know, when I was a kid and it's the programs and the stories that were taught about money and about how love works and about happiness and things like, you know, you'll never be, (laughs) no one's ever happy all the time. I remember hearing that, you know, and really that just became a story that I believed so much about all the things, you know, um, the scarcity of money, the, the lack, and they became just these paradigms. And what's crazy to me is I started to shape my life to like reinforce those beliefs, those paradigms. So, you know, the job that, that stresses me out, you know, the struggle, it was all just like this construct to make my paradigms more believable. 
because that's like the most important thing for a person is to reaffirm their paradigms. And it's almost like I was, I was like addicted to this life that I didn't even want. You know, we, we have that just innate desire to remain consistent with how we define ourselves. And I thought life was hard, you know, and it was futile. And I, I honestly, there were, there were parts of my life where I thought it was just pointless. And then something really interesting happened. I got sick with cancer. I've talked about that on the show before, so I won't go into too much depth with it. But, you know, this is where I started getting interested in neuroscience. Um, I wanted to understand how the mind works from like a, a scientific standpoint, because what was odd to me, it was that, you know, the doctors told me that they really couldn't explain how I got sick. I was like in my, you know, late twenties. Um, and looking back at it, it makes perfect sense to me, but they would just say, well, we don't know why it happens to guys like you. It just happens in your early twenties. And then, you know, sometimes it happens when you get older too, this particular type of cancer. And, um, <laughs> when they told me that though, there was a little voice in me that said, y you know why you're sick. <laughs> it's, you've got, you know, a shitty attitude and an even worse diet. And this is just, that was my reality. You know, I would wake up every morning and I would start looking for all the things to be upset about so that I could create those conditions because I was addicted to that anger. Because when you get mad, when your, you know, adrenaline starts to rise, chemicals, this cocktail starts to happen. And when your brain gets used to that every day, that mix, that, that cocktail mix of, of, you know, adrenaline and all the other, all the other things going on, you do that over time. And it's like if I were to try to give up coffee right now, you know, my body would revolt. So I, like I said before, I started to just construct this life that would just basically piss me off every day. And it's that it's when that happened, you know, that, that getting sick, it, it woke me up slowly. It didn't, it was kind of a, I, I didn't have like this aha moment where suddenly I'm enlightened. Um, I'm still on that path, but <laughs> haven't got there yet, but I've, I'm starting to understand the lessons from that experience. And I'm starting to understand the relationship between the conscious mind and the subconscious mind. And you know, the conscious mind is, is always thinking the thoughts and the subconscious mind is like a filing system, putting all those thoughts away into these folders, filing them away like they're belief systems. And they say that up to 95% of our thoughts every day come from that subconscious mind. So basically, you know, we only consciously think about a very small fraction of our day. And so I started to think about this. Like if, if I had made myself sick, and I really believed I did, it, it is, uh, there's not any doubt in my mind. But if I had made myself sick, how far, what, if that happens, then I can make myself healthy. And I just started thinking about like, how, what are the limits of this? You know, what if, 
instead of, of waiting around for a disease to cure with my mind? What if I started using this superpower right now? And what I've discovered is that it's all about the story of who we believe we are. Our story is, is changeable. You know, they are starting to realize now that the brain is not fixed. You know, no matter how old you get, there's neuroplasticity, which means our brain is constantly changing based upon the thoughts and the experiences and the environment that we subject to it. You know, what we think about actually changes our brain. And so I let go of that story of being sad and unhealthy and depressed and anxious, and I created a new one. And anyone can do this. You know, it's, it's not like reserved for some special people. It's, uh, it's available and accessible to anyone. And honestly, I think it's, um, it's so simple that, that people don't believe it. You have to let go of those old paradigms. I, I know my, my wife sometimes thinks that I'm a, a little <laughs> woo-woo. I'm a little far out there. And it's true, you know. Um, some of the latest research shows that as, as much as 80% of the things that we worry about, that we consciously put our um, effort into and our, and our attention on, these things that we worry about, 80% of the time, they never transpire so we spend all of this time, you know, getting worked up, having these chemicals that put us in that like fight or flight mode, right? And when you're in that mode for a very long period of time, it starts to downregulate all the genes that, that fight off disease. And it turns on all those diseases that we have for disease. So I would rather be the guy that... Uh, that is, uh, you know, kind of head in the clouds than the guy that's worrying about things 80% of the time when they don't happen. But, uh, you know, the, the further I go down this rabbit hole, like uh, the more it fascinates me and I think the weirder I start to sound to some people because, you know, when you break it down, there really are no solid objects and everything is just energy vibrating at different speeds. So, you know, rather than think of this 3D world, um, what I'm trying to now visualize whenever I am using my imagination and intention to, to focus and put my desires out there, I'm thinking of it as wave energy. You know, I'm, not, I'm trying to get past this particle-based 3D world and when it comes to manifesting, just put out things into the, what Abraham Hicks would call the vortex, you know, where it's just wave energy. And we're, we can access this anytime, you know. I like what Bill Hicks said about all this. He said, all matter is merely energy condensed to a slow vibration. And we are all one consciousness experiencing itself subjectively there is no such thing as death. Life is only a dream, and we are the imagination of ourselves. That's, uh, that's why he's one of my favorite comedians. I think of him more like a philosopher than a, than a comedian. Uh, I'm going to have to have somebody on to talk about Bill Hicks. Maybe we could do an entire episode about him. 
if uh, there's any Bill Hicks um, aficionados out there, hit me up at the Coffee Buds Podcast at uh, gmail.com. We should do an episode. Uh, I'm very excited about the one coming up. Dave Florence, he's going to be on the show, and he's got a very successful YouTube channel, like to the point where I was kind of surprised he said yes when I reached out to uh, have him as a guest on the show. But uh, he's got a YouTube channel, and it's called The Evolution of Dave. And uh, I've been watching that for a few years now. He's got some incredible breathing techniques and meditations on his website, as uh, well as other techniques for staying grounded and, and staying in the moment. But um, that's going to be next week. I cannot wait for you to hear that one. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. And uh, until next week, don't micromanage the universe. <laughs>